Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about one of the best decisions I've made in a long time. I went to go see my guy, Dr. McCracken, at Denver Hair Surgery. I was tired of losing my hair. I went through two hair transplants. Yeah, two. Neither of them took at all. I have a huge scar on the back of my neck to prove that. It was uncomfortable, uh, the procedure. It was painful after it was over, and I dealt with none of that after seeing Dr. McCracken at Denver Hair Surgery. The procedure was so easy, I was taking videos and posting them on Twitter. The recovery... I was stunned at how easy it was. They have new technology, not what they used to have, what I had in the past. New technology making it so easy really promotes hair growth. I'm starting to see the results. I could not be any happier. And if you mention you heard this on the show, you're going to say 500 bucks. If this sounds like you or someone you know and you're tired of losing your hair, wearing hats all the time, go to denverhairsurgery.com. That's denverhairsurgery.com. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke & Dave's Barbecue & Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. By the way, before we get to the Nuggets, there's a little bit of breaking news uh, coming in regarding the Hawks game, which has been delayed until supposed to tip off right about now. It's been delayed at least 45 minutes because a suspicious package was found outside of State Farm Arena in Atlanta, a package found by the Dominique Wilkins statue outside hmm. of State Farm Arena in Atlanta. Wow. Hmm. Hope everybody's okay. Yes, hope everyone's okay. But, well, that's kind of a, a little bit of a scary situation down there. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with the game. And, um, and that's that, I suppose. I'm sure we'll be getting updates. And, Mace, can you keep us up to date on that? I will, yes. Okay, speaking of basketball, Nikola Jokic. Listen, the Nuggets have lost seven straight playoff games. But you're looking at a guy who won the MVP last year, is likely going to win the MVP this year. And I'm sorry, uh, it's an unfair narrative, but this hangs on him. He is the MVP. And he's facing getting swept in back-to-back playoff series, dating back to last season. All of his critics who don't believe that he should win the MVP award, they are standing on the highest mountain yelling to everyone, This would not happen to Jordan or Magic or Chamberlain or Bird or Kobe or Giannis or LeBron. Do you think it would? Um, Didn't uh, Jordan, wasn't Jordan a part of teams earlier in his career that got swept in back-to-back years? Um, I'm not sure. I'd probably have to look that up. I believe 86 and 87, they got swept out of the playoffs. Yeah, but Jordan wasn't Jordan then. That's the difference, and he certainly wasn't the MVP. He wasn't given the MVP, but you could argue he was already the best player in basketball even then. But he couldn't do it alone. They had to build a, they had to build a team around him at different career point. But I think the point still stands. Right now, this is basically a one man team. Not I even agree. a great player can win as a one man team. 
no, I agree. I agree with you there. And that's why, um, that's why they needed to get a Scotty Pippen and a Bill Cartwright and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, Michael Jordan was only about three years into the league. So no, I don't, I don't think it is fair to compare. We're talking about guys who are considered to be the best players in the league. It's not the same. Now in 86, 87, Jordan scored 37, also scored 35. I would say that Jokic is a different type of player. He's a facilitator as much as he is a scorer. And it's not his fault that his assist numbers aren't up because guys keep missing shots. If these guys are making shots, that's one thing. Then his assist numbers go up, and then the box score becomes more impressive. But you're right. He's not getting a lot of offensive help from his teammates. When you have a guy who is a scorer, then these guys are averaging 40, 45 points a game because they know they are the ones that have to score. That is the difference. Jokic is Jokic had what 37 last night. What do you have? 37. How many? How many rebounds did he have last 18? night? 18. 30. I think he had 18. I mean, no, I'm not. Blaming. Yeah, exactly. You look around. That's like okay. What? What? What could he have done reasonably more than that? More. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Listen, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate with you. He could have done more scoring wise in games one and two. I understand 26 points a game is really good. For the MVP, you need to take over when you do not have any help offensively. Don't bother passing the ball. Just keep scoring. But part of the reason he's so valuable is the passing part of the game. That uh, What you're asking, uh, you might be just asking him to be something that he's not. But part of the equation for him is facilitator, is distributor. Well... Would you keep distributing if you guys keep bricking shots or would you take over the game offensively? I, th- I don't know if you can, you can ask a tiger to change his stripes. Oh no, he's capable of scoring 40. He has to change. And his remember stripes. And remember in game two, when he had 26, it was because he got thrown out of the game. It was 26 and 28 minutes. Last night, it was 37 points in 38 minutes. Well, hold on. In all fairness, in game two, the reason why he didn't play as many minutes doesn't have as much to do with him getting booted out of the game. It has more to do with he spent a lot of time on the bench because the bench guys were playing so well, and they built a 12-point lead. Well, he played, he played six and a half fewer minutes than he did in game one, and a lot of that was because he because he got thrown out. He would have he would have played th- he would have ended up playing mid 30s in minutes if he had not gotten tossed. Like he I did under- in game 1 and he played 38 minutes last night. I understand what you mean by a tiger can't change his stripes. Well, sometimes you have to. If your guys are not hitting shots, you don't pass them the ball. I understand he's a great team player and he makes his teammates better, but he can't pass and score for them. So then you need to take it in your hands and score for them. And that, you can make the case, is a blind spot for him in this series. He needs to be the one scoring. And he's been doing everything for this team. I'm not blaming Jokic one bit for being down 3-0. Then he needs to be more aggressive and take the majority of the shots. Because passing doesn't do you any good if guys aren't converting. Then you're walking away with not only empty possessions, but then you have the Warriors breaking out the other way. 
It's hard to fast break when you're taking the ball out of your own hoop. So every time an Aaron Gordon or a Will Barton or a Monte Morris or an Austin Rivers miss, boom, there go the Warriors the other way with three guards. The only way to stop a fast break is make the other team take it out of their own hoop. And that's not happening. So everybody missing on offense is leading to fast break easy points the other way. Jokic does need to change his mindset. He does. And I think he is the MVP. But to say Tiger can't change his stripes, well, if he can't change his stripes, and let's say Jamal Murray is injured again, and maybe Michael Porter Jr., is injured again, then you know what? We're going to be going through the same thing again. LeBron James is seen as a guy who is a facilitator too, right? Would you agree on that? But he's a bigger scorer than Jokic. Jokic is a bigger scorer if he chooses to be. Jokic can score 50 any night he wants to. The greats can do that. The greats can do that. He just chooses not to because he wants to get his team involved, and that's smart team basketball. But when your teammates aren't helping you out offensively, stop passing them the ball. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Great pass by Jokic. Brick fast break the other way, another two or a three-pointer. You have to change your mindset. And if you're not willing to change your mindset – then you're going to get swept again. But do you really want him to change his mindset when yes. a, a core part of a core part of this is? Oh, by the way, you're playing without your number without your number two and number three options for extended periods of time. Yes, I do. Because yes, I, I because exactly I don't want I don't want to change his mindset because I'd I'd like to have him distributing it when you're when you are back to full strength. That's his team's best chance of Mace, being a champion at some point. Mace, when you're back to full strength, I agree you, but we agree with you, but they're not. But this team the wasn't six, but this team isn't gonna be a championship team anyway, even if Jokic gets sixty points. That's not gonna I, it this this team as current the team they're p- currently putting out there right now, they're not winning a title. So I don't I don't want him to get some bad habits in him. He's not, he's not going to get bad habits. His basketball IQ is too high. But sometimes you have to take over a game, literally scoring. Are you suggesting that I'll ask you, you played basketball. If you pass to a guy six times and he bricks all six, but you're a distributor, are you going to keep passing to that guy? Well, you, then it's, I think then it's incumbent upon uh, the coach to actually take him out so you don't have that option. Everybody should be taken out. But you want to move the we will, you want to move the ball around ideally. You, I think maybe maybe just is you can does still he have, move does the, he have, does he have too much faith in his teammates perhaps? But I don't want that part of the, of his game to change because when you get this thing back to full strength, it's going to be an asset to him. Mace. Don't lecture me on this. Believe me. You Nikola say Mace, Jokic, you're about to lecture me. If Nikola Jokic decides to try and take over offensively, He's not suddenly going to build a bad habit. He's not. It kind of like when, when you have guys going to the home run derby and you're all worried that in the second half of the season, it's going to change their swing plane. A lot of guys have gone into slumps for weeks after the home run derby because of that. That has and, That's actually happened. And that's valid. And that is valid. But for a four-game series, Nikola Jokic isn't suddenly going to become a selfish player. That's not how he's wired. 
But it, but if he continues to do what he's doing and try and distribute to guys who are bricking shots, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Stop passing to those guys and start scoring more. And if they lose scoring 50, fine. And he scores 50, fine. Because they're, they're not getting any points really from anybody else. Again, game two, you had three guys tied with 12 points a game. That is pathetic. Stop passing to these guys. You should pass to them at some point to keep the defense honest. Take over the game. If that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. You're not, after playing all the basketball Jokic has played throughout his career, dating back to when he was younger, on Sunday, if he decides to try and take over the game offensively, he is suddenly not going to be a changed player over one game next season. You don't believe that, do you? I don't know. I just was. I would rather not. Come, I, I would rather. I would rather Jokic be come true on. to himself as a player. Well, that's not working, is it? And it was working in the bubble to get him to get him all the way to the conference finals before yeah, losing the eventual Jamal champion. Pour, right? Because you had Jamal Murray pouring in and fifty. I, and I'd ra- and I and I think look when the moment that they lost Jamal Murray to an ACL, I think it. It, it, it punted the championship window until he, when he comes back. I don't want. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yoka should have been passing to Murray. I think he was you, hitting everything. But you're you're literally going to blame the you're going to blame the best player on the team. That's foolish. I, I'm not blaming. He's you. the reason why they're here. I'm His not style is you. the reason why they're here. Well, you know what? His style right now is not working because the players around him can't hit shots, and every time he passes, it's a wasted. Trip then, down the floor maybe put and it a on fast the, break the other way. Then maybe put the blame on the guys that aren't hitting shots rather than That's the guy what, who's carrying the team. No, no. I'm not suggesting Jokic deserves blame. I'm not suggesting he deserves blame. What I'm saying is he needs to take over. That is on him. They're not losing because of him, but he needs to change his mindset, at least for Sunday, and say, I'm going out there and scoring 45, and we'll see what happens. Yep. Passing's not doing him any good. Coming up after the break, George Payton held his pre-draft press conference today. You and I were both there. Mace, want to know what stuck out in your mind. That's next. I used to live downtown, 129th Street, Convent. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale alarm to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, uh, Mace, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, the Jets, Lions, and Packers have all shown interest in trading for Debo Samuel. I don't think there is any way. Kyle Shanahan says, yeah, Green Bay with uh, Aaron Rodgers will give you Debo even for two first-round picks. Yeah, I think that the most likely deal here is going to be the Jets dealing with um, his old uh, defensive coordinator, Robert Sala, who's the head coach out there, and a team that does that, that, that really desperately needs some punch. I mean, I'm not sure that uh, Debo is going to be completely happy about that, but then again, uh, if 
Zach Wilson makes a year two leap, maybe Debo will be ecstatic about it. Who knows? One thing, though, I will say is it's interesting that he would be going to a 49ers-like offense, and that, and yet one of the things is he doesn't want to be used the way the 49ers used him. So if he goes to the Jets, you'd have to there'd have to be kind of some assurances that they would not use him as this hybrid who's going to be running the ball and he'd be just a receiver like he wants to be. So that, that might be interesting, even though in terms of, of needs and roster and resources to, uh, to sign to a long-term deal, the Jets probably make a lot of sense. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. Mace, you and I were both at Dove Valley. Uh, George Payton held his pre-draft press conference today. Anything really stick out to you? I mean, it was kind of what you expected in general as far as uh, not committing to trading up or trading down, but... um, Having having flexibility, although he did said he kind of acknowledged that he's going to have the itch to to move up in the in the draft uh, this year. So we'll see what happens. I still think they're more likely to trade down because they are thinking in terms of bolstering uh, the draft capital for uh, for 2023. And if there's a team that gets itchy at pick 64 and and wants to trade with the Broncos and get pick 64, I could see the Broncos. I could see them maybe trying to uh, make that deal for a second round pick next year and taking advantage uh, of that. One thing I thought was interesting. um, But you know what? I thought one thing was really interesting too. Let's see while I'm in Arvada and you're in the DTC. Let's see if we're thinking alike. uh, George, one thing, George Payton admitting that he confers with Russell Wilson on draft on draft prospects. Yeah, that's not a surprise to me. It's. I'm a little bit surprised that 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 at this point that he would. I thought that would be maybe a year out. No, not when you're trading for a Hall of Famer. Mm. You know what I found the most interesting? I I, I think it's interesting. It's happening right now. I'll tell you what I think the most interesting thing was because I was stunned when he said it, and maybe you knew this already, but I did not know this at all. I thought it was totally different. And I'm going to let you explain it. He was asked about mock drafts. And I had no idea that the Broncos really don't even do their own mock drafts. They do them, but they use a computer service with certain algorithms. And I'm thinking they probably use the same one as everybody else. There's nothing original about what they do. I was stunned. Weren't you a little bit? Unless you knew this. He said their analytics people work it up. No, he said there's a service. I thought he said there's a service like through the NFL. I thought he said their anal- it was it was a project of their analytics department. Their well, their anal- people did it. Man, I just we we got to find. Ah, shoot, I just deleted this email from the Broncos. Why would you did delete you, the transcript email? Because I don't think I need it right now. Do you have it in front of you with, can, with his answer? I can find it. Hang on. It's, but I, but they How don't, come you don't have it ready, Mace? Come on. Because, didn't you know that I was going to ask you this question? No, I didn't. So you, Okay, here we go. You ready? While yeah, you're looking. We have an automated mock. Our analytic guys are pretty good, and they developed it, and you can just keep running, keep running them. 
So they do do their own. So their analytics department does put this together. Yes. That was crazy to me. And I was wrong, by the way. I apologize. I thought the NFL did this. I thought it was the same thing for everybody. He said, well, ESPN has them too, but you just kind of keep running them. And then he, so they have the, they have the mock, they have the mock simulator, but that's, but. So so they they have the mock simulator internally, right? Mm -hmm. Then he said their scouts will come up with a mock draft and then they will do in the draft room, their own mocks where you have, scouts and personnel people each kind of assigned a few teams and playing the roles of them to go through scenarios. So they've basically got two, they've got kind of multiple layers of, of mocks that they work on here to get all the possible scenarios in front of them, which I think is a step above where they were four years ago, because you remember the whole thing of when Bradley Chubb fell to five, John Elway saying, well, we didn't do any mocks that had Bradley Chubb falling to five. And I remember thinking, what are you talking about? I, I, there were a lot of mocks that I was a part of where Bradley Chubb fell to five. Right. By the way, I was absolutely wrong about um, the most shocking thing at the press conference today. Okay. Um, the mock draft, I was wrong. And the Russell Wilson thing, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm going to convince you otherwise right now. Let's see if I can move you off your perch. You ready? Mm-hmm. Ready? Fire away. George Payton says that he takes input from his interns. Right? Every opinion. Every opinion. He he says he wants every opinion. Doesn't mean he follows it. No. But he takes the opinions from the interns. Now think about that for a second. Well, sometimes you've got an intern who might be from a college that... Was uh, well, that produces a pro- that that might produces be. a prospect? I think I think that's only that's that's only wise to do. Like uh, to me, I, here's where like I would always be taking into account players. Like if you have a young player that you trust, like Pat Sertan, I'm asking Pat Sertan about every Alabama guy. I'm talking about interns. No, but think- I, I, I'm I'm explaining to you kind of the logic a, a logical situation where an intern could provide some valuable information because he's maybe they were at that school and have some and, and have some insight that perhaps he doesn't. You're going you're not you're just making sure that every stone is turned over. Do you think Mike Shanahan listened to the interns? I think that was a. I, I think I don't think Mike Shanahan did, but I also think it was a long time ago. Good for George Payton for for turning oh, over every stone. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic, but I don't think there is a Fortune 500 company in the country where a CEO is in the same room with the interns and looks at the intern and says, "What do you think?" Good for George I, Payton. You're right. I actually think, right. what, but it's I think, stunning. I think the scenario that I'm des- des- describing, where uh, you have a young intern fresh out of school that might ha- maybe they're from and from the college ranks, and maybe they did some scouting on this player, or may- maybe they went against them. Maybe they were a teammate, or at least. But you're cherry picking. Uh, no, you're no, no. Cherry-picking. I'm not cherry picking. I'm just telling you how this sort of thing could pro- probably happens in every team around the league. I think it's cool. I just don't think it's a big deal. Oh, I do. I think well, it's a huge. I, I don't I think, think it's a big deal at all. He made it sound like every intern can give him input. 
I think there are situations uh, around players where in where you know the intern can an intern can provide some special insight, and as a result, I I think uh, you it's it's fair to 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 bring that up. I don't again I don't think it's a big deal. Coming up after the break, we've talked a lot about the Nuggets, but there have been some big surprises in the NBA playoffs. And the two teams that went to the finals last year, wow, uh, they may not be making it back to the finals because of injuries. Then we have other crazy things that have happened. Minnesota blows a 26-point lead against Memphis. The Mavs are leading the Jazz without Luka Doncic. We'll talk about all that and more next. I heard a lot about the mountain and the Colorado rain. Made this stop for personal reasons, didn't know it catch the change. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale for your next project this summer, whether it's a deck or a fence, don't pay too much. Pay wholesale and get the best product out there as well. Rocky Mountain Forest Products. Go to RMFP.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Low T99. Testosterone treatment made easy and affordable. For just $129 per month, they'll send you testosterone, supplies, and the price includes lab work. Go to LowT99.com. Man, things are getting really interesting in the NBA playoffs, especially for the two teams that made it to the finals last season. Devin Booker, Suns guard, out the next two to three weeks with a hamstring injury. Suns are tied with New Orleans at one apiece. Chris Middleton, sprained MCL. He's going to miss the rest of the series against the Bulls. That series is tied at one. Which team should be more worried for their current series and which team should be more worried moving forward if they get by the first round? Oh, uh, well, before I answer that question, just to do an update on it, on Hawks Heat, they're letting fans in the building right now tip off schedule for 555 Mountain, 755 Eastern. So the all clear has been given. There will be basketball in in Atlanta tonight. Um, I think that the team should be more worried is the Bucks right now. I think that's I, I think that I I think that the Bucks are in real without Chris Middleton potentially. I think they're in real trouble again against the Chicago Bulls tonight. I got to tell you, the Suns are very fortunate. The Warriors are not next up on their docket. Oh, they'd go down in four. Yeah, yeah. the way they you think the, four. You think four? I think I think the Warriors would sweep them right now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But part of it is, and I think it, it, lost in the discussion of the Nuggets Warriors real quick is that with all the the Warriors look like the best team in the postseason right now. No question. It's a, it, well, it, it was a bad. It was a. It was a. It's you're playing a team that, like as you've often said, had the best record in the West on New Year's Day, and now they're back to full strength, back where they were when they had the best record in the West. They look like a championship team. They're also playing a team with no offensive firepower outside of Jokic, and a team that is not good defending the perimeter. So, Golden State 
has been terrific in this series and they are a terrific team, but they couldn't have cherry picked a better opponent as far as a matchup in the Nuggets. I agree, but I don't think, but I think any team, I think they would be leading the series after three games against anybody. Wow. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Oh, I wouldn't go against anybody in the league against anybody in the league. Well, if that's the case, then they're going to sweep their way to the finals. I didn't say they and, were. Gonna, and, I didn't say they were going to sweep. I th- it might be two one, but I think they would be up at least two one on everybody. Oh, well, that's different than three zero. Well, no, but okay. I didn't say sweep. I said they'd be up. Well, I thought you said they'd be up three zero on anybody. No, I didn't. League. I didn't say that. I said oh. they would be up. That included two one, not just three. Okay. Three love. Well, am I hearing things incorrectly? Is my age getting to me, Danny? No, maybe it's just the connection. I don't know. <laughs> good good the, one. I think it's the end of I think it's the end of the week. A kick is where save we are. and a beauty. Yeah. Minnesota I, blows a 26 point lead to Memphis. They got outscored 37 to 12 in the fourth quarter. Grizzlies lead the series two games to one. Which team should be more worried? Obviously the team that blew a 25 point lead in the in the fourth quarter or, or that get or had a 25 point deficit, pardon me in the fourth quarter. It's, it's, it's Minnesota should be more worried than Memphis. I'd be more worried if I'm Memphis, you went down 26 and Minnesota has looked terrific against a really good Memphis team. Not, not, not in the fourth quarter. They didn't No, I'm with, no, I'm with you on that, but they surprised everybody by winning game one. And if they build a 26-point lead, I don't think they're going to blow it again. To get a 26-point lead on anybody in the playoffs is impressive. But they've proven they can do it. So we can respectfully disagree. Mavs leading the Jazz two games to one. No Luka Doncic for any of these games. Which team should be more worried? It's the Jazz, easily. Because they're losing to a team that's playing with one hand tied behind its back, basically. Right. I don't know. I think I'd be more worried if I'm the Mavs. Why? Because you're up you're up two one without Luca. I under I understand. I mean, are that. you worried about this? You're worried about Luca's health, yes, but you've but you're showing that you can pull and, and you've gotten better over the course of this of the series. You've shown you can play good ball without your star player. Now I'll be honest, I haven't watched much of that series. So maybe there's a mismatch I'm not aware of, but if if you believe in things evening out, if you believe regressing to the mean, how off, how much longer can you keep winning without Luca? I think the but the thing is the fact that you've won two games without Luca is probably, I know is probably two more than you expected to win without him. Okay, so let I'm, me ask. I, you. I'm I'm putting this to the prism of expectations as well. I think the Mavs. When they when they when they realize they might be without Luca, they're like, "Oh crap!" Well, here they are with the series lead. I think you're ecstatic about that. Okay, okay. Let's say the series gets tied at two. Which team should be more worried? I'd still say the I'd still say the Jazz, the Mavs, and because the Mavs could get Luca back, they're gonna have two. They're gonna have uh, they're gonna have the home court advantage for two of the three games potentially. I def- definitely the Jazz should be more worried. What do we have coming up on Argonaut Wine and Liquor? Just in case you missed it. Christmas Day is often uh, a big day for the NBA, but per the VP of Broadcasting for the NFL, they might be uh, starting to encroach on the NBA's dominance <laughs> of uh, 
of Christmas Day. We'll talk about that next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two for one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver, five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Just in case you missed it, NFL Vice President of Broadcasting Mike North revealed the league's plan for a Christmas Day triple header this season when he was on an interview on the Sal Sports and Stuff podcast. Uh, December 25th does fall on a Sunday this year, but usually when that happens, the NFL schedules the majority of the games on Saturday and then just one or two on Christmas Day. Uh, The NBA has made great efforts to be the primary sport of Christmas Day. Do you think the NFL will start playing more games on Christmas, even when it isn't on a Sunday, in future years if this year's triple header is is a success? Within limits, I think you would see the Christmas Day triple header Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I don't th- if if Christmas is on a Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't think you'd see it. I think on all the other days of the week, uh, you'd look, the NFL would like to see that happen. And I, I I'm surprised it hasn't happened. We we like you said one or two games, but not three. But this seems kind of inevitable. And you've got again uh, kind of th- that Thursday to Monday window. I think if Christmas is on any one of those days, I think you'll see a triple header. So so most years, but not all. How much do you think it's going to hurt the NBA if they have to try and go head to head? I think I think they'll take a hit. I th- right, no. they're 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 used to mostly having the spotlight to themselves, and right. really, uh, even though the NBA has been playing for about two months before Christmas, it feels like that's when the season really starts is on right. Christmas Day. I kind of feel bad for the NBA. Because usually that is their day. Mm-hmm. And the 800-pound gorilla just walked into the room, stole all the bananas, and said, "See ya." Yeah, and 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 I think they was it was a doubleheader last year on Christmas, so I believe it would have started. I think it started about 2:30 p.m. Mountain Time, 4:30 Eastern Time. I think the kind of the significant thing here is that um, they're the NFL by saying triple header. 
they're going to start this off early. So I think it'll be an interesting thing for families gathered around the Christmas tree when the kickoff of the first game is at 11 in the morning, Mountain Time. Well, for me, being Jewish, I will, yeah. uh, you know, go out to see a movie and order Chinese food because that's what Jewish people do. Yeah, I can't. I, uh, as, as someone who covers a team, I, I can't wait for the uh, discussion of saying, uh, sorry, there's a Christmas game at 1 o'clock that I have to go work. But uh, then again, it's the business we chose. Well, I have no excuse. I mean, I have to watch the game. What, what am I going to say? Yeah. yeah. I'm, go- I'm going to church. Oh, I mean, I, I, I'm going no matter what. I, I just, it's just, that's going to be a, that's going to be a fun, dis- that's going to be a fun discussion if the Broncos are playing on Christmas Day. Yeah. Good luck explaining that to Amy. I've, well, we've, there's, I've, it's not the first time I've been away on Christmas. It won't be the last. Yeah. Yeah. I often go see movies on Christmas Day too, Eric. I didn't know you, it, ba- what's your last name? Bailey Stein? No. Bailey Berg? Just Bailey. I'm telling you, if, if there are two things, and this is not my joke, it's an old joke by somebody else. If there are two things that Jewish people know, it's guilt and where to find good Chinese food. And it's usually on Christmas, if not always on Christmas. Well, I just have Irish guilt, so that's something else. Do you? Yeah, a little bit. What are you feeling guilty about? Nothing particularly oh. today. Yeah. Hey, did you? Did your mother ever tell you you don't call enough? No. Because well, I don't call, well, walk in, so she can't walk tell Walk in me. my shoes. Walk in my shoes for a little while. I get that all. You don't call enough. The grandkids don't call enough. You're never in town enough. Don't tell me about Irish guilt, please. Just in case you missed it, uh, we talked earlier on in the show about the postponement of the Rockies-Detroit Tigers game this afternoon, uh, this evening. So they will be playing that doubleheader tomorrow. And in this three-game series over the weekend at Comerica Park, it'll be the only time that the two teams face each other in the regular season this year. Uh, it should be Senzatella, Gomber, and then Cool pitching for the Rockies. How do you expect Colorado to perform in their only series versus the Tigers this year? I'm going to give them two out of three. Now they're, I expect that this is a series they should win. That would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. By the, by the way, I had Hawaiian food on Christmas last year after I landed in Las Vegas. Hawaiian food? Yeah. You had, what, pineapple ham pizza? No, it was uh, it, it was um, some chicken and some... You ever have a plate lunch that, it's, where it's... No, it's, what is it, that? It's, you've got a scoop of rice, a scoop of macaroni salad, and then a little bit of uh, uh, some greens, uh, and then... And then meat, and it can be shrimp, it can be chicken, it can be whatever, and then a little uh, barbecue sauce on there. It's done well, it's really good, but I had to have that because I my flight landed late in Las Vegas, and I was looking for something that was open, and it was a Hawaiian restaurant attached to a small casino in a strip mall, and that's where I had my Christmas dinner. You went to a strip club? What? Oh, my God. Oh, well, need... you said you were in Vegas. I went to a, a strip mall, a shopping center. <laughs> oh. My hearing's going. <laughs> Must be the connection. Obviously. Must be the connection. <laughs> Just in case you missed it, you guys talked last segment about some of the great storylines developing in the NBA playoffs. Another one, we might see three sweeps in the first round over the weekend. 
tonight is game three versus the Heat and the Hawks that's about to tip. Uh, Miami up 2-0, and then they will have their game four on Sunday. So if they win tonight, a sweep opportunity there in Atlanta. Tomorrow, game four, the Sixers at the Raptors. Philly up 3-0. And then Sunday, unfortunately, game four between the Warriors and the Nuggets. Golden State has the opportunity to sweep Denver. Which trailing home team has the best chance to avoid elimination via the sweep? Denver, Toronto, or Atlanta? Mm. I think it, I, I think Atlanta does. I think uh, I, I I think at some point Trey Young's going to carry, going to put him on their on his shoulders and carry him to a win. I'm going to go D. None of the above. The, the Miami is really good. I I don't think they get enough credit for being the number one seed. That lineup is fantastic. It's really good and athletic. I I love Miami's team. And everyone's looking at the Sixers and Brooklyn and the Celtics because all East Coast bias. But down in Miami, they have a tremendous roster. Yeah, the Heat are a fun team. Great culture and a great winning tradition there as well. One of the best coaches in the NBA, I would say. Can I say this? He's a Hall of Fame coach. He's going into the Hall of Fame. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Yes. Yes. Pat Riley's Riley's hand-picked guy. That's right. Yeah. And well, unless you watch Winning Time, and I wonder who the handpicked coach would be. Hmm. Just in case you missed it, a junior college pitcher uh, had a oh, video go viral after he yeah. absolutely blew up a base runner who was, uh, I guess, talking some smack after hitting a home run on his trot after he turned the corner at third. He just got lit up by the pitcher. Uh, Initially, the pitcher was suspended four games. The batter suspended two. The pitcher has now been uh, kicked off the team of that junior college. Uh, Do you think that that was, is that the correct reaction? I'm going to chime in here first. Danny, the way you described it sums it up perfectly, but I'm going to use a football term that sums it up as well. This guy got depleted. He got depleted, meaning the pitcher tackled him and this guy's feet left the ground. That's how hard this guy was piled right into the ground. Yeah, it was. If it were a football thing, it would have been extreme unnecessary roughness somewhere beyond (laughs) extreme (laughs) it was i've never seen anything like that on a baseball field in my life was he was the uh was the pitcher leading with the crown of his cap oh well the helmet right because he had his bat with him well no he would have a cap no the pitcher led with the crown of his cap. oh my gosh that would have been something (laughs) <laughs> yeah. All right. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, Argonaut, always great specials. This is what they have going on this weekend. Chile and Argentina wines are on sale. Also, Highland Park 12 year, just $39.99. The Culprit Red Blend, $11.99. Also, free delivery on orders of 100 bucks or more. Stop by Argonaut today off Colfax and see why Westward, again, named. Argonaut Wine and Liquor, the best liquor store in Denver. This has been going on five years running. Order online, ArgonautLiquor.com, or again, stop by in Colfax, whether you work in the city and you're driving home, back to the suburbs, or if you live in the city, it's the only place to go. That's going to do it for us, guys. Great job all week. Hope all of you have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk again on Monday. I'm going to get mine, so get yours.